Hi, I'm Danny Penna, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorello. Get strong. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to an animated fiercely strong motivation muscle streaming radio 24 7 and you know what our good friend frank DeMeo gave me a name when he saw me carrying the husa steel in the snow he called me the italian bulldozer i like that that's a great name so thanks frank i appreciate the compliment um stand up take a deep breath through your nose out through your mouth and repeat after me i am a winner I am a champion, I am unstoppable, and these three phrases alone will set you on fire if you do them day in, day out, especially when you wake up in the morning, especially before you go to bed, and repeat them like I do till you fall asleep. Also, too, I talked about in one of the posts I did on Etched in Stone the other day, um, there's two words I say to myself, and I've been saying to myself since the beginning of time, it seems like, and it's two very easy words, but get these embedded into your soul, literally. Keep going. Keep going. I, we got our pal Stevie Shanks coming in here momentarily, and I was telling him, it's like, you know, you'll hear people say, it doesn't work. Keep going. I can't get it right. Keep going. I hit a million dollars today. Keep going. I don't feel good today. Keep going. My business, keep going. Do you understand what I'm saying? These are like putting rivets right through metal. And I was telling Stevie, too, before we came on, not only the commitment I have to these two businesses and all of our family, but it's a commitment that I want to always be proud of myself. And what I have achieved here with, obviously, all the family and all the people, past, present, and future, that have come into my life here. Um, And I've said this before, I give gratitude like you can't even imagine. But the bottom line is, you know why I did this besides my brother Jimmy? I didn't want to work for anybody anymore. I knew I was better than that. And I knew that if I did things right, And followed my heart. That's very important. Learn to listen to your innate intelligence. You know, your heart, your subconscious mind, whatever you want to call it. It's all interrelated. But once you start doing things like that, you better expect to get to the very top. Because things are going to happen in your life that are going to probably scare the crap out of you first. But let me tell you, keep going. We'll get into that more and more. Also, um, I've got Stevie tonight. Uh, I got Scott Shetler tomorrow. We're going to talk about all the scuttlebutt on the deadlift um, with Robert Oberst. Uh, I'm anxious to hear Scott's uh, take on it. He's a big deadlifter, Louis Simmons guy, all that, um, and, and a great, great guy. And it'll be very good. And then over the weekend, I think I'm going to do one 
and it's all based off my nephew Danny the other day. It's going to be father, sons, uncles. Um, I, I, I want to make – I'm not going to go quick with this either because it's very important, and Stevie and I were talking about this. Um, I can't tell you how proud I am of that young man. I, I, and I know I'm his uncle, and people say, well, you're partial. Damn straight I'm partial. You better be too. We're all family here. You, I don't care if Scott – you know, Stevie's in Ireland. I'm here in New York. I, 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 w- I, would, I would kick somebody's face in for Stevie if we had to do it. All right? That's what it's about. If you haven't caught on to that by now, then you aren't part of the family here. Even though we're spread all over, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a time you wait and see we're all going to meet together. Whether it's on stage talking to people, I'm over in Ireland, or I meet them in Scotland, or Stevie comes to Iceland and, and works with me with the stone. I don't know. I can't predict the future other than it's looking great and better every day. So take that stuff with you. It inspires and motivates you. That's why we're motivation and muscle here. We motivate you to build monster, monster size and power. Strength. That's what it's all about, right? All right, next thing, quickly. Uh, Dale Dugas, Dr. Dale Dugas, who did a great, great show with me probably almost three weeks ago called Obsession. It's the biggest show he and I have ever done to date as far as downloads. Right now, you can go out to daledugas.com slash shop. You get 20% off all of his own products. But you have to put this code in. It's called M-M-J-O-W, pronounced M-M-J-O-W. 20% off only on his products. Go out to DaleDugas.com. Tell him Motivation Muscle sent you. Also, too, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Winners and champions. Look, we talk about sales here. And this is sales. You need sales to continue. We need to keep and start selling more and more of winners and champions. More and more. It's the same way with advertising. Taking a risk on us. I guarantee you're not going to lose. On MotivationMuscle.com, you'll see that. There's two places you can invest right there. The third place is on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. You go out to Prosperity Consciousness. There's a $25.50 and $100. I don't know if people are tired of hearing it, but I'll tell you what. It goes right to my PayPal account, okay? And you're investing in both of these companies, and they are worthwhile companies, and they've helped people because I know the notes I get, all right? If you break this down, it's not even, I don't know, what is it, uh, $100? That's nothing. It's not even $10 a month. You spend that on coffee and garbage, I'm sure. So come on in here. Be as committed to me and my family here as we are to you. That's not a lot to ask. That's reciprocating what we do for one another. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Stevie and I have done. There is just tons and tons of worthwhile information, which you need to go over and over and over again. What do we say? Repetition here? I'm telling you right now, you go out and listen to any of Stevie's shows with myself, I guarantee you'll pick up something new Every time you listen to it. You know why? You've opened your subconscious mind now to this type of thinking. It's very, very important. I'm going to get into stuff down the road 
that's going to fry your circuits when you hear what I'm telling you and I'm, what I'm doing. And it's no bullshit. I promise you that. Also, too, sign up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. It goes right out to my MailChimp account. And you know how I am with content. You'll get loads of it. Go out, too. Go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com on our blog. Go out and look at the latest article from John McKean on Power Rack Training. It is a damn masterpiece, man. When he sent me the first part, I didn't put it in. He said he was going to start writing it because it was starting to rain. Well, it rained the whole day. He wrote the whole article. I got to tell you, John McKean, not only am I, I've been a fan of his from the days of Hard Gainer when I was just a kid, but to think that I am speaking to this guy now and he's going to come to my gym in Albany. Let me tell you something. Don't tell me dreams can't come true. I'm very blessed, very, and he said to me, now this is a guy that's 69 years old, he said, I talked to you the other day, he goes, you had me so fired up, I dug up some other books, he goes, if you need them, I'll send them to you, but we located some of them on some old scientific rack work, and we're going to get into the rewiring of the brain through rack work, because I've discovered a lot of things, so I got a ton of shit going on here, and it's just great to keep rolling, keep going, also too, let me think, um, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And on that note, talking about a real man of strength and power, we're going to bring Stevie in momentarily. I'm going to give you some information on him. Number one, he's a strong man, stone lifter, musician, and the son of the legendary stone lifter Jack Shanks. And as everyone knows, or if you don't know, this is the guy that is running the gathering, and that is coming up the first weekend in August. We're going to talk about that tonight, and we're going to talk about the Shank Stones, because from what Stevie told me before we came on, he's feeling dynamite. And when you feel like that, guess what, folks? It's time to go after something super colossal that's going to probably knock you on your ass a few times, but eventually you're going to be standing up straight with a big grin on your face. So on that note, Stevie... It's always an honor. Welcome back to Motivation and Muscle, brother. Thank you, Eric. It's great to be back on with you, my friend. I'm looking forward to having a chat. Oh, yeah. Um, give out any information I missed, websites, anything to do with the gathering, and we'll start up. I've got everything, everything that I do with, 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 uh, with, with the, the, the Denny Stones and the gathering. It's all through the thedennystones.com, so I always keep it. I'll try and keep it updated with all the information on what's coming up, who's lifting the stones, you know, any news related to Denny's, anything coming up, I, I keep it all on there. So, thedennystones.com, that's a nice easy one to remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, this is great because a, a while back, you know, there were some things we couldn't talk about that was in the stages of working out. Um, you're pretty close. Let's let's get right in the uh, to the gathering 2019. Um, I guess the first, you know, this is going to be the big thing because I know we kind of put a tease out there and said, we're go- you're going to add some new events to the gathering. So you, we could start out any way you want to. I think the first thing, let's tell everybody when it is, where it is, and then let's go right into the actual structure of the gathering, if you would, please. Sure. Well, the, the gathering, the, the, the Donald Denny Day gathering is always going to be on the first Sunday in August. The reason for that is, is because you have people travel from all over the world, uh, generally, in, in that area, you've always on the first Saturday traditionally had the Aboyne Highland Games, and that's on the Saturday. So it's always the first Saturday of August every year. So I thought, well, if I do my event the, the first Sunday, 
then say you're, you're traveling, say you're traveling over from America, at least where you can get the, the Boyne Highland Games, you can get my event, then that there's, there's stones in the area, so you can make a good full weekend of it. So it's always going to be the first Sunday in August, which is the day after the, the Boyne uh, Highland Games, which is great, you know, and it's, this is the third year now, and, and we, we've stuck to that formula, and it seems to be working and growing. Um, let's talk about, we'll, we'll get into the other, the new disciplines, but now, we know we had Charlie on here last Friday night. Yeah. So we know the Art Blair Stones is part of it, and is it going to be Martin and Jamie Gorian who are going to be doing the demonstration of the Inverse Stone, or what, what has changed with that, or is that what's going on? That's exactly the same as last year, yeah. What, okay. what, what I'm trying to do, Eric, is, I mean, the very first year of the gathering, uh, the reason that, I, that I'd done this in the first place was when we made the Stoneland uh, documentary, there was about seven of us there, including David Webster, mm-hmm. of people who had lifted the stones before. And I thought it was lovely, you know, because, you know, Dad got to meet Bill Crawford, and, yep. you know, that there was Martin Janksix was there, David Webster was there, you know, Brett Nickel was around, Jim, Jim Splain. You know, so, so many people associated with the history of the Stones yep. to date. And I thought, wouldn't it be lovely if everybody was together? Yep. You know, and they could all share stories and, you know, how did you train for them and, and all of that side of it. So I, I kind of contacted everybody who I could get my hands on who had lifted the Stones that I was aware of up to that point in 2016. And but we had a great turnout and I, and I managed, I think there was about 70 folk turned up there was associated with the stones who had either lifted them or had, you know, had some association with them. And yep. we had an amazing day. You know, we had all, all the stuff that happened in 2017 was, you know, Brian, Brian Irwin and uh, Mark Haydock, you know, had successful carries of the stones. Yep. You know, the, the year after that, you know, we, we had Lee Holland Keane, the first lady, to, you know, to actually do a, a complete full stand-up lift and all that stuff, taking John Todd's story yep. to the next level. You know, so... That was my original idea, and I thought it was just a one-off, but it went so well. And I've been speaking to David Webster, because David had always had a dream of having Donald any day. You know, with David's, you know, passion for sure. Donald and, and the history. So I thought, well, David, why don't we do this again, but let, let's retitle it and refocus, you know, on Donald Denny. And it, David was delighted. So last year was, was Donald Denny Day, mm-hmm. and that was the change, and the attraction was the Denny Stones. And new lifters and Lee came along. We know what happened there. And we had Josh Gorilla Brown, you know, get done a, a great side by side sort of walk with the stones. Yeah. So there was the stuff happened last year. But one of the things that I, that I was conscious of that it was, yes, we had Martin and, and Jimmy doing the Inverstone display, which was great. And we had the Ard Blair stones there, which was fantastic. But there was, there was for the Denny Stone lifters themselves, I mean, they all had an amazing day. And David Webster said afterwards, I, that was one of my best days. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I thought it was great, but I thought if we keep doing that, you know, I think there was 32 attempts at the Denny's last year. I think over time that would lose its appeal for the public. Yeah. Because you're just, it's not just seeing people lifting the stones, because I know how much it means to the lifters. I know how much it means to me, but to try and maintain interest in it, I thought we're going to have to do something to kind of take this up a notch and, you know, make it more interesting and give us something that's going to give us a bit of, you know, bit of legs that we can carry this on year after year. So we had the idea of running the Donald Denny Games. And since the idea sort of struck me and, and I've spoken to other people about it, it is in my own imagination, it has really caught fire in my head. Yeah. And we are now at the point where I have nine amazing athletes, all who have lifted the Denny Stones before, mm-hmm. all who are heavily involved in stone lifting. That, that's kind of the, 
the, the, the pre-qualifying criteria, you know, you, you have to be involved in this uh, to be invited to come along and take part in the game. So it gives people an incentive to go out, A, to lift the stones, and B, get yourself involved in historic stone lifting. And then there will always be an open welcome for anybody who does that. We have four stone lifting events that would be related to Donald Denny, but would also be the sort of thing you'd never find in the gym. Right. So, and it's not that there's a problem with the gym, but I, I just this, for me, is trying to kind of tip your hat to, 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 to the old-time strongman, to Donald Denny, the sort of things he would have done. Yep. Uh, you know, what would have been on before? So we're at the point now we have we still have people taking on the Denny Stones. We've got Donna Moore and uh, Jenny Totter trainer coming along, two yep. ladies taking the Stones on. We have Josh Gorilla-Brown coming back for a carry. Unfortunately, Enzo Denario, who at 64 years of age was hoping to carry the Stones. Yeah, He's he picked hurt. up an injury. You know, James Crossley's picked up an injury, yep. which is a shame. But, you know, we have so many amazing athletes coming along. and We have nine taking part in the Donald Denny Games. We have four events. Uh, the first event is the Belogie Stone Challenge, which is, for me, it, we have a stone called the Inverse Stone, and, and anybody knows which stone lifter should know that, what the Inverse Stone is. Mm. But I don't think that things like the Inverse Stone and the Denny's are really a competition thing. They're more of a personal challenge. Yeah, I do. So yep. I asked Brett Nickel if he would mind if he would try and source a stone in around 122 kilograms, 265 pounds, and he found one, <laughs> so he did. And it's a committed 123 kilos, so it's one kg heavier yep. than the stone. We're calling it the Belogie Stone. Yep. Because the event's taken place on, on Belogie Estate, so I thought that's a perfect name for it. And that's the first event where, guys, uh, it's, it's, I'm trying to keep it as close as I can to historic stone lifting. So with the Belogie Stone event, it's a points event. Mm-hmm. Got 75 seconds to amass as many points as they can possibly do. And how they amass those points is completely up to themselves. So there's going to be a lot of strategy involved in this as well as strength. Uh, if they can break the, the, the ground with the stone, which is, again, this is all, these are the sort of different levels of stone lifting. Yeah. You break the ground, they're going to get two points. If they can lap the stone, that's four points. If they stand up with it at waist height or chest height, that's six points. If they shoulder it, eight points. Wow. And if they, they want to press it over their head, well, there's 16 points for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. You know, is, is a guy going to press it over his head twice or is a guy going to lap it, you know, eight or nine times? I don't know. I really don't know. There's going to be a lot of different, I would say, strategies involved in this thing. Different guys are going to have different ideas. Yeah. But they think that it's going to be the best way to master points. You know, it's, it's I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, you know, it is too, Stevie. You got to look at the big picture because you've got other events after that. So, you know, you don't want to go and just shoot your strength in one event either. So I would think these guys, being this will be the first time, too, no matter what they've done, you're going to have to pace yourself a little bit, too. You know, there's no track record here, you know. So, I mean, everybody who's coming into this is coming in with their own. But if you you think about Dad and his first time to lift the Denny Stones, you know, he had to sort of work out what's the best way to train for this, you know. Yep. How, am I, well, how am I going to stand over the stones? What, what way is this all going to work? You know, so these guys are all in a unique position now of a brand new event, and it's up to them. And I wish them the very best of luck because I can't call Eric who's going to be, you know, who's going to stand victorious in this because, you know, it, it's anybody's, you know, anybody who's been invited to take part in this are all amazing sure. athletes. Yep. They all have the potential to win it. 
Yep. There's nobody there making up numbers, you know. So, I mean, it's it's so exciting. So that, it that, is. That, yep. that, that's event one. Okay. If, event two has been tried a wee bit. I mean, obviously, it, it's called the Nickel Stone Carry. Okay. So it's, it's Brett Nicholstone's. Yep. Uh, stones weigh 138 kilograms and 114. I, I can't think what that is in pounds off the top of my head, but it's it's about 520, 530 pounds total weight. And the guys have to pick these up. The ring stones like the Denny stones, so they're obviously they're a bit lighter, but they're exactly the same principle as the Denny's. They pick them up and they walk as far as they can with them. Nice. Uh, now, what Brett has decided to do, because he has run this event once before at Charlie's Games last year, yep. and it was one pick up, one set down, you're done. But okay, it, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what we've decided to do, because it's a new event and because, you know, not everybody's experienced at it, is we want to give them an extra pick up. Yep. So if somebody picks them up and they're comfortable and they walk as far as they can and set them down, you know, you, you get another go, basically. But if, if somebody, for example, picks them up and their, their grip's wrong, and they have to set it down for whatever reason, they get another pickup as well. Nice. So it's, it's just a, it's acknowledging that it's a new event. You know, not everybody's maybe 100% on technique, so that you, you get like a like a free one almost at it, you know? Sure. Hey, yeah, but you know what? Like you said, it's a new event. Um, you know, I, I think it's a good way to start in with this because then everybody's going to get a little bit of feel. And if you yeah. run this next year or – or run something added on to it, you know, now we got a little experience with it. So, you know, I think it's a great idea. I think it's, I think the nickel stone carry will catch on. Yep. I mean, 138 and 114 kilos. Yep. Okay. Stones. It's not the heaviest pickup in the world. But then if, if you want to hold on to those and walk for some distance, you know, it becomes very heavy, very, very quickly. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. What I mean? So it's, it, it, it's a good challenge because if you were to try and do that with the Denny stones, even picking them up is, is almost for most people, it's it's very very difficult thing to do. Absolutely. Step two steps, three steps is yeah. almost impossible yeah. for guys. So that's not going to make for much of a competition. That's nice. It's not much of a spectacle. So if you have slightly lighter stones where guys are maybe going to get 12, 15, 20 feet, then all yeah. of a sudden you've got a wee bit of competition, and we're we're doing it in like a goat pen style thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We're we're trying to sort of tip our hat a wee bit like Charlie did to the Lucifer uh, stone. Yeah. With, with Goat pen idea, so you can walk around in circles. Yep, the sheep yeah. pen where you walk 50 meters yeah. in it. Yep. Exactly. So if these guys do 10 meters, 20 meters, 30, it doesn't matter because they're going to be walking around in circles. <laughs> so hey, the, the, that's, <laughs> not to interrupt you either, but you know what's so awesome about that too is, yeah, we got a lighter and a heavier stone on a ring, but we, yeah. you know, let's talk about a little bit of balance there because you and I both know that's, you know, you, you, people don't realize the importance of, big, strong hips, you know, obliques, all that, lower back, because, yeah, I know everything else goes in with it, but you and I both know, you do a farmer's walk or something the first few times, you're only going to go so far, something's going to give, whether it's your grip or the way, you know, you're off balance and you drop these things, so I think what I gather out of this, what you're doing too with this movement, this event, is, yup, if these guys are strong as can be, they are going to be able to handle walking so far. But what's really interesting is I, I would love to just see foot placement. Are you doing short, choppy? Are you doing longer ones? Are you veering to the left, veering to the right? Is your grip yeah. strong or is it weak? I mean, you got a host of things here that's just going to be dynamite with this event. There's so much going on with that event. Right? And the thing about it is, too, I mean, with, with farmers, I mean, we, we know that it's, it's a very – sort of tried and tested strongman event. 
But you're, you're you're picking up two things with a with a straight bar. Yeah. You're picking up two things that are equal in weight and balance. Yep. You know, now it's, it's not to take away the difficult because that is a hell of a challenge. Because I see guys doing it with three hundred kilos. You know. And more, you know, so that what they do is amazing. This is different in that you have unbalanced stones. You know, you, you've got about 30 kilos almost on one over the yeah. other. Or yeah. 20 kilos on it, you know. So it, it, it's, a, it's a lot of imbalance. Yeah. So that makes it a much more difficult challenge. And I have seen some of the best uh, athletes in the world taking on the Denny's in that manner, you know, and really... That's been a hell of a challenge for them. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so I think it's good. It's it's also in keeping with the whole principle of Donald Denny Day. You know, Don, Donald Denny was named after a guy who lifted the Inverstone in front of his father. Yep. So it was Donald McDonald, I think he called him. You know, so yeah, Donald McDonald. Yep, I remember yep. that. Yep. And then the the Denny the, the Nickel Stone challenge is directly related to the Denny Stone walk that Donald Denny done. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to keep the, the authenticity of, of stone lifting and, and, and the historic bit, but also to try and tie it in with Donald in as much as I can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So just to event three, which is slightly different than we would normally see. Donald Denny was a great Highland Games athlete, and obviously that would include things like the shot put. Yeah. So we have a stone that Steve Gardner from the IAWA has. has it's called the Rendrag Stone. It's an old Viking millstone. Okay. So it weighs 16 kilos, which is about 35 pounds. Yep. Well, it's way bigger than any normal shot put. Yep. Uh, and the guys basically, they get three throws. They have to throw it as far as they possibly can. They get the three throws. We'll take the best of the three. And if they want to throw it back over their head, if they want to press it out, uh, shot put it with one hand, they can do anything they like, except spin, because we've got an audience. We don't want anybody getting hit in the head with a spin. No, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yep. <laughs> they have, uh, again, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's a brand new event. Yeah. You know, it's 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 up to the guys to work out whatever way they feel. If they want to run and throw, if they want to do a static throw, there's a, a board like you would have, you know, from a shot put, so they can't cross the board. So whatever way they can project that, that, that Rendrag stone, you know, that's up to them, and that's exciting too. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's, it's all kind of based on the, the old historic. Yeah, if you ever watch Braveheart, and you see the big stone that Mel Gibson... Yeah. It is, it is Donald, or is it Dougal you call him, throws at him? Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of about that sort of size of a stone. Yeah. I mean, that's no, that's no cupcake stone, man. No, it's not. So it, it's kind of, it's got that whole historic feel about it, you know, and, and Steve's had this stone for a long time. He's a know, great guy, man. Great guy. I, I think he's, he's had it for about 30 years and, and there's history with it and stuff, yeah. you know. So it, it's not just that we went and, and found a rock in a field. <laughs> <laughs> this thing has history so again I'm, I'm trying to just you know make this thing as as historic and have a wee bit of sort of mystery and mystique with the whole thing you know yeah yeah definitely but, but four, obviously we have the the uh, the art blur stones and you know history has to start somewhere and I think Charlie's doing a great job of starting oh without a doubt I, I, think, yeah so, you um, know, I'll his, tell you go ahead I'm sorry Cut His contribution to the, the Donald Denny Day from last year and this year, yeah, you know, it, it, it's a vital part of it because not only are we addressing the historic, but we're we're creating, we're trying to sort of address those who are creating history as well, but yeah. in, in that ancient manner. Yep. You know, and it's, I, I honestly, I, I, I don't think I've, <laughs> I've done a lot of events in my time, you know, and this is, I, I, I can't remember being this excited about an event in a long, long time. Um, you got you guys got something very unique there, and yeah. I don't know if everybody 
has caught it yet. They will. But, you know, not not only that, I mean, the work you've put in, I know you have a staff you work with, but this stuff has to be researched, organized, implemented, and then what you want to do is make everything go off without a hitch. You know, I said to you before, I admire what you've done and are doing. And not only that, Stevie, I think this is the most important thing. Obviously, you're keeping the whole history of Donald Denny alive. But I think this is even more important. And I said this to Charlie. We've had multiple talks about this, and I don't think it ever gets old. We don't know who you are influencing for the future of what we love to do. To me, that is one of the most important things you guys are doing here. Because without new people coming up, oh, there might be a, a, a small faction doing this for the rest of our days. But I want to see this thing grow to the point where, you know, you talked about authenticity. That when you get people coming into these events, they are just, no matter what age, they are just diehard, history-loving go in there and give you the best of what they got for that day. I think that is the most important, at least to me, as an observer, never being there and doing any of it, but talking to you gents, to me, I think you guys are doing a hell of a service for everybody. And I just want to tell you that, man. Thank you, Eric. I really appreciate you saying that. As I tell you, you mentioned about the work that the guys are putting in. Yeah. You know, Like I said, these guys are all seasoned athletes. Yep. You know, you have Andy Kearney, you yep. know, Neil Late, Mark Haydock. You know, the, the, the quality of the field. I'll, I'll just read you out who, who, all, who all is going to be taking part. You've got Andre Kearney from Scotland. You've got Neil Elliott. I mean, Andy Kearney for me is probably the most complete stone lifter. Yep. He is. I mean, he may not have lifted the heaviest weights of everybody who's lifting stones. But if you consider, I mean, he's done the Denny stones. Yep. He's done all of the Scottish manhood stones. He has just recently went to Iceland and completed all the challenges over there. He's done my yep. dad's stones. You know, this Andy's got a real passion for this. You know, Without and a the doubt. breadth of his experience. You know, I would I would be hard pushed to see anybody who's done as much or as many stones as Andy. You know, it's not about him being the best. It's it's his passion. And, oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, the fact that he just puts himself out there. You know, because these stones are so difficult. You know, you you take the Husafell. You know yourself. You've yeah. had your encounter with it. You know, to put yourself out there and risk the failure, but do it anyway. Well, you know, you want me to tell you something, and I I don't want to cut you off, but this goes right to what you're saying about the risk. When I tore my bicep in Iceland in 08, that was the first major injury I ever had in my life. You know, I've had injuries, but not a, a, you know, tear like that. Um, And my nephew was with me, and I gave him that for his graduation from high school that year. And I'm glad he was because he really handled stuff because we were out in the middle of nowhere when that happened, when I had to go right to the hospital. So um, coming back on on the flight, um, that was the longest plane ride I ever had in my life. Now, I want to tell everybody, I wasn't crying in my soup or feeling bad. I was just very disappointed in myself and without warrant because – I, you know, could I have done this different? Could I have done that different? Well, yeah, anybody could second guess anything, but it happened. The idea now is to never let anything like this happen again. That's what I took from it. But here's John Ridge. You always hear me talking about 
him. He was my chiropractor, and we're coming up on four years that we've lost him to cancer. My father passed away long before John, and John was like a father to me. I loved John. I loved him dearly, and he was so good to me. And I used to go over every Friday unless there was something going on and get adjusted, no matter what time. And he, I remember going over there, and I hadn't told many people what had happened. And I remember going in there, and he said, hey, how'd everything go and all this? And I said, well, it was a great time, but um, I tore the bicep. He said, are you all right? I said, I'm all right, but, I, I, you know, right now I'm a little bit distant from everybody. You know, I, I'm figuring this out in my head. And, yeah, I, I'm a little, I'm a little um, I don't know, I wouldn't say I was being a baby about it, but I was just disappointed, man, kind of embarrassed. That's why I said to him, he stopped me right there and he said this to me. He said, don't you ever say that. He goes, do you realize you're one of a handful that had the balls to train for this, to get on a plane, go to a country you've never been to, and you still lived through it and you came back. And those, when he said that to me, Stevie, that changed my whole outlook on everything. And he yeah. was so adamant about it. It was like he almost was yelling at me, you know. And he yeah. said, take away from the fact that you had the guts to go do it whether it was torn or you did it, and he says you got a second chance. So he says bury that shit and do it. So yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, man. Um, that's, that's exactly the point I'm making, Eric. Right? Yeah. Is to put yourself yeah. out there. Yep. And if you know, the guys go in and they get their successes, guys go and get their failures. You know, probably sometimes through no fault of their own, but it's to have to put the work in and have the balls to, to put yourself in that position. I agree totally. You know, my yep. hats to Andy, to you, to any any of the guys who do that because I know I haven't been there myself with the Denny's, you know, at 155 pounds, it's, you put yourself out there. Oh yeah. And, and, and the thing is, Stevie, you know, when you talk about passion and love for things, um, you, there's no other way you can be to go after this stuff because for anyone that's never done this, and I would tell anyone, look at what I'm doing with Danny now with Dan. That's great. I, I, I got to tell you right now, it, it stirs my passion up even higher. The, the 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 meter on me just like wants to explode right through my forehead. Why? Because I know how important all this stuff is. Because what it does is it teaches you life lessons. And when they leave here and go out to school or eventually go out and be men and women of the world, they've got this in their head and they've got this through their spine. And Stevie, I swear to God, before I die, we're going to get everybody into physical culture. But go ahead, take it away. I didn't mean to cut you off again. No, no you're okay. No, just when you're talking about Danny there, I mean, I, I can see the same with Charlie and Lawrence. Yeah, I can see the definitely. same with and young Ruben, you know, yep. doing all this and, and, and setting them up, you know, because my dad did it with me. Yeah. And I was, and I mean, I went away and played music, but I did come back to it eventually, you know. It was, in, it your was, D- it was in your DNA, number one, and number two, um, I know your dad and mom and your wife and all of us are proud as hell of you because, look, you started this late in life, too. Most people would have told you 20 years prior to that that why bother you're over the hill. So kudos to your, your perseverance and your drive because if you didn't have this belief in yourself, my friend, you would have failed and fell on your face three or four years ago for sure. But it's yours now. Take the floor. Well, well, we're just talking about the the, uh, the athletes taking part in the Donald Denny Games. Yep. Uh, so we have Andy Kearney from Scotland. We have uh, Neil Nelly Elliott from yep. Scotland. 
Now, Nelly's a real seasoned Highland Games athlete, strong as hell. You know, I remember the first time that Nelly came to the gathering yeah. and he did side by side lift with the Dinnies, which not a lot of people had done back then. Yep. You know, and it, it, it's, it's still the picture of him standing there with the two stones and the, the passion and the grit that he had. Yeah. It's, it's still one of my favourite ever Dinny lifts. Yeah. <laughs> so it is. You know, we have Jamie Gorin, I mean, we know what Jamie's doing. I mean, Jamie's just, you know, Brutal. he's seen, yeah. I mean, four or five years ago, Jamie was half the man he is now, size wise. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the stuff that he's achieved in a very short time is amazing. Mark Haydock, we all know Mark. We know what Mark's done as world awesome. record. Yep. And the IAWA is world record for holding the Denny Stones. You know, it's carrying the Stones, one of like only five men to do it. Yep. You know, and then we have Brian Irwin, uh, my chum from Belfast here. Yep. I mean, he's the same. He's carried the Denny Stones now, you know, one of two Irish men to do it. And Brian was, was a semi finalist in the World's Strongest Man 2005. Wow. Got put, put out by Marius Pudnowski. So, you know, he's an amazing athlete. Uh, Matt Jones from England. Yep. You know, Matt Jones is a big figure in the IAWA. Dean Kent, the Mark's mate, and Martin Dean's an amazing athlete, you know, with stone lifting and yep. all that he's doing. Lewis McClucky, you know, has a, an amazing track record in strongman. So he has, then we have Sean Petefield from Scotland yep. again. He also was an amazing strongman, but he he is the, he was the hundredth lifter of the Denny Stones. No, yep. he is. So uh, Sean's, Sean's a late entry because we, we had, uh, we had, uh, James James Crossley had to pull out with with a torn bicep, so Sean's come in very kindly to take his place. Okay, uh, but he's not. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it means none of these guys are making up numbers. You know, Sean wasn't brought in just to make the numbers back up again. Right. I mean, he, he's an amazing athlete in his own right. So I can't call it with these guys. You know, every one of them has the potential to win this because they all have their strengths. So they have, you know, they all have events that they're going to shine in. You know, sure. And how that all pans out with the combination of the of the four things and. You know, there's nine points for first place, one point for last. You know, so that, that's that's a lot of scope. If you do really badly in an event, you can lose eight points over yep. one of. You know, so that, that there's, <laughs> it's it's I I am so excited honestly I can't wait. Oh. And we have a good thirteen lifters now. Yep. Of the stones, some first timers, some guys coming back for more. You know, we have Joy, like I say, we have Josh Brown coming to, to take the, the carry on again. Tim Meadows yep. is a brand new guy. Gordon Ingram has done it before. Stig Parker's done it before. Fraser and Mitch have done it before. We've got Donna, uh, Donna Moore, who you know. Yep, yep. I mean, her, her Arnold uh, track record's amazing. Her, her trainer, Jenny Todd, you know, uh, traps like Todd. <laughs> yeah. she's, an amazing, she's an amazing athlete. Uh, Sean Thomas is going to have another go this year. Giles Sharp, a new lifter. Uh, we have my, my chum, Davey Bagnell from Belfast. Ewan Massey is uh, under 80 kilograms, world's wow. strongest man. Wow. Yeah, uh, we have Alan Zachary as a new lifter and Kevin Jemison from, from America. Uh, he's coming over for his first go at them. So, I mean, we have an amazing field here. And like you say, we have Jamie and, and Martin sure. uh, taking on the, the Inverstone, putting on a display. So it's a good full day. You know that there's plenty for, and we're, we're keeping it all much more contained this year. Yeah. So every, you don't have to walk away across the field to see one event and then walk half a mile to the toilet. Everything is just within shouting distance of everything so you know we, we, we learned lessons from last year um, we, we've taken that on board this year and what, what a team I have right me too with Brett and Steve and you know James Graham and then the whole Belogie estate and we've got sponsors so I know that's great I man I have money in my pocket after the event <laughs> yeah well you know the nice thing is you can see the growth of everything and you got a lot of past present and future there and um, 
what there it's a it's a total win-win man i mean it's a win-win for physical culture and tradition and things that have kind of been swept aside i know like in america it's it's not it's not considered anymore like ah you know it wasn't mean well it means a lot and your past is going to teach you your future in a lot of ways if you pay attention and you're doing great stuff you know with charlie and martin i mean you got a nice cohesive unit there and you've got some great, great athletes. I mean, I'm sure anybody that's spectating that is going to be extremely impressed with just the the closeness of the three events there and and just going and seeing what these gentlemen and ladies are doing. Uh, it's a great thing, Stevie. Um, you, know, you, know, you know what's, what's, what's really impressive is watching these guys train for it and how seriously they're taking it. Oh, hell yeah. There's not one of them just going to turn up and say, I'm strong enough for I'll just see what I've got. They're all putting in work specifically for the events. I can yeah. see the guys training with the walk. I can see guys training to throw the stone. You know, it, it, it's fantastic to see that because, it, you know, it, it, it's humbling for me to, to put on an event and, and to see guys taking it so seriously. Um, you know, so that, yeah. that that's really nice, you know. No, it is really nice, and the fact that we have sponsors coming on this year, yeah, you know, because I mean, it was always between Belogi State and myself. We we just kind of put the money up and and, and did it because we, we believe we believed in it. But now all of a sudden, you know, with with Andy Kearney come along and yep. the guys like that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I don't have to stick my hat in my pocket this year. And the, the beauty about that is, it's not that I don't have to put my money in my pocket. It's that the event is getting its own life. That exactly, exactly. You know, and that to me is mission accomplished. That's all I ever wanted. Derek, I wanted to leave this better than I found it, and I think we're doing all right. <laughs> no, you're doing real well, and and you know the great thing is now after you have this success, you're going to have to figure another way to top this. And I don't mean in a way where it's got to get like ridiculous, but okay, this is the fun about doing all this. What can we create next? That's yeah. even going to grab and pull people in more. I think that is just so damn exciting, man. Just to see. I haven't run out of ideas yet, Eric. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do, brother. Um, what else? What else is there? Anything else you want to hit, or do you want to get into the Shank Stones? Well, for the gathering, I mean, I think you know the athletes themselves. I know how much it means to them. Yep. Because I talk to them all, and I've spoken to them all individually about coming along and participating. And I, I feel the passion that they have for it, and obviously I share it. Yep. But do you know? Uh, I think one of the things that I learned last year and the year and the year before was I, I always wanted to kind of because it, it's not my event. I mean, it's it, it was my idea, but I mean, we, we've all worked together, so it's our event in terms of the team. Yep. But I always kind of wanted to, to lead the charge, you know, by lifting the Denny's first and stuff. Yeah. And going into the event, I've always trained hard for it and got to the point where you know I, I find lifting. The weight of the stones reasonably comfortable. Yep. And the last both years, I've really struggled to lift the stones. And I, I think because I'm so focused on making everything happen, you know, is is all of the training weights there? Is do we have the marshals? Is that, you know, you're thinking about all the logistics. Yeah. Yeah. And to do something like the Denny's, it's more than just being strong. Your mind's got to be right. Yeah, I know, I agree totally. Yep. I, I was. I'm not making excuses. I mean, I, I managed to lift them, but but I, you know what it is? It's I just want to make the event the best it can be. Yeah, you can't you can't be you can't split yourself down the middle and do yeah. one thing and the other. You got it. You know, you've done you've done them anyways. Um, you're yeah. right now where you're needed is in the field, man. Yeah. You know, so you, I, yeah. I think with that in mind, well, what I've done is I've trained really hard. Yeah. 
who have I have I have got myself where I, I find the full weight of the stones. You know, I'll not say comfortable, but it's it's less difficult than it has been in the past. And I, I managed to lift uh, last week there where I, I picked them up and held it for ten seconds, which is nice. twice as long as I've ever done it. You know, so it, it, it's it's good to go into you know the the, the event knowing that I'm not going to lift. But it's good to know that I can. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And with that in mind, uh, tomorrow, I kind of thought, I've, I've kind of got to this point now. And, and it, my dad's stones have been kicking around since 1971. No, no, February 72, I think he made them. And I mean, that, that, that's that's 47 years that, that they've been sitting around, you know. And I've been looking at them and wanting to lift the things. And I have, I've managed to break the ground with them. But I think... The fact that I've trained so hard and I've got to the point where I am, I'm going to go down tomorrow and have a wee go. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And, and see, because I'd really love to, to finish, you know, my story with my dad's stones by standing up and holding them. Nice. And not just breaking the ground, which I've done. But So so tomorrow, I'm, I'm hoping to go down and have a wee go at that. You know, that would wow. be a nice, nice thing to do going into this event. Yeah. You know, because it, it would satisfy my need as a, as, a, as a competitive lifter, you know, wanting to, to do something, you know, if I can have that behind me, going to Gavin, and I'm happy to just, you know, okay. <laughs> I'm just okay, recovering. well, let, let's go over this a little bit. For anyone that doesn't know what the Shank Stones are and why your dad had these built, why don't you give everybody a little history lesson here, brother? Okay. Uh, when my dad was training for the Stones, I mean, the, the figures that he was given, he was given figures of 785 pounds or 800 pounds and stuff was kicking around. So to be sure, he made stones that were eight hundred pounds in total, to make sure that he was beyond the weight and that he was going into this, you know, uh, comfortable in his ability to be able to lift the, the dinies. So he he made two big concrete blocks uh, with, with rings in them. The rings were the right dimensions. The rings were the right heights. Yep. And the big stone weighed at the time was four forty pounds, two hundred kilos. Wow. And the the the, the back one was one hundred and sixty kilos, which is. 320 three, and 35, uh, 355, is that? Yeah, uh, in, in around the 355, 360 yeah. mark. Yeah. You know, so that when, when he had those made and he could lift those, he felt that when he was going into the Denny stones that he would be good. And it, that's the way it worked out, he said, because they were heavy stones. Yeah. But he found the Denny's relatively comfortable compared to them, you know. Well, let, so, let me ask you this, Stevie. How did your dad train with the shank stones just eventually to pull them off the ground or was it something that he did with other stones to get ready for it or with the weights how what was like his approach eventually to walk up to him and just snap him off the ground well he had got the, all, all the weights on the dimensions from the local police okay uh, being a policeman himself he thought that the best way to get the information back on these things was the ask because when when a policeman goes for example to a road traffic accident they measure all the distances, you know, yeah. so there's a meticulous report prepared. So he thought, well, if that's what I do as a policeman, then obviously if I ask a policeman to measure the stones, the same mentality. And I still have it. They sent him a drawing. Wow. With all the yep. weights and the heights and the dimensions. You know, so he had all of that. And he had also had the pins made that everybody uses now. Oh, you know, wow. The, uh, yeah, Alan from Killer Strength is making those pins. And it's the same principle that Dad used, you know, to, if you can take the rings off, load plates on them and start really light and work your way up. Yep. That, that's the way, obviously, to warm up and, and to build your strength. But in relation to the stones, he he weighed all the contents, so he knew that there was 800 pounds worth of materials going into making these things. Yep. And he said he was that excited. 
he couldn't wait till they dried <laughs> so he could go out and have a go at them. That's quite wow, awesome, God, yeah. The thing about it is, I mean, for you know, it's kind of for me. I mean, I I've spent all these years kind of working up, and hopefully, maybe I'll get the pull of it someday. But he he the, the the stones dried. He took the the wooden frames off them, stood over them, and picked them up first time. Did he really? Holy he, God. he didn't stand for it, Eric. He, anytime he, the first time he tried the, the Denny Stone weight, he was successful in the rings. First time he tried his stones at 800 pounds, he picked them up, no problem. He, he's absolutely amazing, man. That, Holy that is, shit. That's, I can't even conceive of how that that can be possible. <laughs> have you ever, but, I, I, I know you probably have, have you ever had talks with him about what was going on in his head mentally, or did he not analyze so many people just, analytically are too much and they end up blowing themselves out with everything. But have you ever sat down and talked to your dad about, you know, obviously he was very strategic how he built everything, but what did he, have you ever really got into it with him? What was he thinking then? I mean, obviously, you know, he is a father, he's a policeman, a husband. He's got a lot of things pulling at him too, but what was going on with him? Has he ever kind of divulged anything to you in that capacity? Absolutely. Every, I mean, every chance I get, I ask him about it. And I mean, we've had so many discussions. Even before I, I took up lifting, Eric, you know, when yeah. I, I was talking yeah. to my dad about it. And I mean, one, one of the, the big things for me is, I mean, yes, he got all this information. He did all the training. And, and well, this wasn't so much training as preparation for it because he was already strong enough yeah. to, to do this. But he just wanted to make sure in his mind going over that he was properly prepared. Yeah. Even at that, when he arrived over there, he thought, you know, these things have been around since 1860. You know, there's nobody has done this yet. You know, I must be missing something. So he had that doubt in his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, as strong as he is, and as, as a positive a person he is, I mean, he's human like the rest of us, and he had his sure. doubt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually was, He had to go to the chemist and get some like stomach powder because yeah. he, he was that nervous. His, his stomach was upset. Yep. It was right. So what he decided to do, he arrived there on the Saturday. He was due to do the lift on the Monday. Yeah. This was 1972 for the first lift. So uh, my Uncle Charlie, Charlie Sims, I called him Uncle Charlie, he was a friend of Dad's. Uh, him and Charlie went on Saturday night and had a sneaky go at the stones. Really? <laughs> they did because he just thought, I just, I don't know, I must be missing something because all these strong guys, you can't do this. There must be something that, that I'm missing that they, they know about and I don't. So yep. he just went down and had a go. And... Because his stomach was upset, he had no chalk with him, but he yep. had the stomach powder. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, so he used that as chalk for his hands. Did he really? All right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, he had a wee go and he, and he said, oh, that's it. He found him. He said he actually found him quite light. Really? Wow. Because he had been lifting the 800-pound shank stones that he had created, you know. Yeah. And the actual weight of the stones was 734. Yeah. So they were they were a good bit lighter, you know. So I mean, I can understand why you'd have found them comfortable. But you know, he had he had just like the rest of us, Eric. He had his doubts. Of course. You know, and yeah. when you go in and do something, of course you're going to have doubts. But it's how you handle that. I agree and totally. Was, and how, how you can maybe use that fear to to help you be stronger on the day and stuff, you know. Well, I, I think your father, like Jim Splain, and, you know, I know people here that they're not lifting stones that size, but there's something very special about these people where like you said you know your belief system your drive everything we can put multiple words your perseverance you know your commitment 
But there's also something more special about these individuals and respect is whether it's innate within them already or they get it built into them already. Even when you're a little apprehensive, maybe the night before you're not sleeping well, that's common. But suddenly you go in and you grab or do whatever you are and that all goes away. It all goes to rest. And the next thing you know, that next trap door opens up and you either do it or you don't. And that is what's so – see, that's one of the things I like so much about a sandbag or a stone. Well, same way with a barbell. You know, there's so many things people do in sports where they'll make, well, you know, I didn't feel good that day. Or, you know, I, I, I they were pitching at me or, or you know, the ball. Look, with what we do – I mean, this is me talking. It's like, here's the deal. You do it or you don't. And I don't make excuses, man. I mean, if you get injured, that's one thing. But if you bomb out on a lift, that's it for the day, man. So, you know, you traveled across the oceans. Well, you know what? you got to go back home and figure out what it was. Was it a mental failure? Could have been. But maybe my grip needs a little more work. Or, you know, I, I need more up in the shoulder girdle, trap regions, things like that. The lower back, the erectors. But you figure it out, and if you're really, really committed to this, you're coming back for another day and you win. So, you know, that's what gathering from what you're saying with your with your dad, you know, people like that, champions that come along, and they don't come along a lot in lifetime. You know, you might get one, two, three maximum. But there's more to being a champion than lifting shank stones, dinny stones, Husafel stones, inverse stones. What it is, there's something that lies within that individual that, it's like I said before, instead of listening to all the commotion outside, obviously your subconscious mind now is working right, but you can never go wrong listening to your heart because your heart and your brain are so connected like that. And you take orders from those things. If something's warning you or something's telling you to go do it, you go do it. Don't listen to somebody say, wow, you don't, don't try it, Teddy. It's not going to matter. You get it next week. There might not be a next week. It's just like when I train and I've said to people, well, why are you going out in 20-degree weather? Because I'm not getting this night back again. That's why. This could be the make-or-break night for me six months down the road. So that's my point, Stevie. You know, that's the whole thing. But take it. It's all yours, brother. Well, I, I suppose, I mean, it's for, many, for anybody listening, I mean, if you're going to be in, in the uh, in the Royal Deeside area, yeah. get your hands down to the, the, the gallery because I think you're going to see a hell of a day. I mean, the, the show that these guys are going to put on. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, going, to be a, it's going to be a spectacular day. Um, now, now tomorrow, are you, tomorrow's the day you're going to do the Shankstones? Yes, it is indeed. I'm going to get up and reasonably already get a good breakfast. Yep. Uh, John Pollock from yep. Scotland is coming yep. over. He He's competing in a strong, but off our strongest man on Sunday. Nice. But I'm going to hook up with John. He's going to come down with me. John was with me. Uh, John and I both lifted the Denny Stones together. Yeah. In February 17. So, you know, it's be lovely to share this with him because John's done my dad's stones. He has, and he he did a really good lift. Him. So I'm I'm love it that he's coming down with me. Nice you know, man. Dad's there, my kid brother's going to be coming up. You know, so it's going to be a nice family day. Good. With, good. with good friends, and we'll, I'll just warm up and. Get it done. You'll get it done. Yeah, it was like when you're doing the car deadlifts. You're like, well, you know, I knew you'd do it. I mean, it's. I, I, I think that we just said the point of the matter is, yep, you might have butterflies in your stomach, but when you get down to the nitty gritty, you're going to lift it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to fail. 
<laughs> I'll tell you, man, you do some pretty unique shit. It is just great, great stuff, man. It's like, I wish we could bottle that and just keep sending it back and forth. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just incredible stuff. What else you got, brother? You know that that that's that that has pretty much taken up my year. <laughs> so that's, well, that that's a that's a pretty big thing. Um, yeah. Before we go, too, I want to ask you a couple questions, too, that I think are real pertinent. Um, obviously, you, you should be very proud with the gatherings. I mean, I'm not going to put you on, on on the fence here, but what do you, what do you think? I mean, you, obviously, this year you're diving in deeper. Um, where do you feel if you had a crystal ball, even – in the next two years, let's say uh, the 2021 gathering, where do you think we've gone at that point in 2021? Uh, obviously, we're hoping this thing is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. You're going to get more and more talent in there. Um, so what do, you, what do you think? I mean, what, what's your response, would you say, in the next few years? Where would you like to see it go? I would like to see it more of the same. I would yep. like to see the games develop. Uh, but what, what I would like to see is it get out to the worldwide audience. In yeah. other words, I mean, for example, if, if TV were to come along or oh, yeah. if, if we can record this and make a feature of it and put it out, or even on YouTube, you know, it's, it's not that I need it to be some big corporate global thing, but I would love the world to see it. And I know that there's a passion and a hunger for it because I can see the response that there was to, to the, uh, the Stoneland documentary. I agree. Also, I, I can see that, that there's people who want to see this. So I, I'd love, you know, for example, now there's Chad Clark really wanted to come over this year from America you know, to, to see this. And he was all up for it and then things just didn't work out for him. I would love to be able to say, Chad, here, just click on the YouTube. There it is. You know, I, you know even though I don't care for him, I'd, I'd even like to see ESPN film the whole thing. That'd be huge. Yeah, it would be lovely. You know, the thing about it is, I mean, currently when we have Jim and Rosemary playing and, and Jim records everything. Yeah. And Rosemary puts everything on her Facebook and they do an amazing job, you know, of all the videos. They and sure clips, do. Yeah. And they really capture the essence of the day. Yep. Wouldn't it be lovely if all of their work was rewarded and, and somebody would take on Jim's work and, and actually just put it out there to the world, you know? Oh, that'd be dynamite. Yeah, it, yeah. The world's got to know about it, man. you got to get it out there. Got it. Yeah. I mean, oh. I, I, I I love James Plain's passion for this because you look look at him and, and Brett, you yep. know, and what they've achieved themselves with the Denny Stones. You know, they, both those guys have earned the right to sit back, put their feet up, and just watch watch all this happen. But they're right; they've got their sleeves rolled up to the neck, and they're they're in there with everybody else making this happen. Well, what did we say before? Passion. Yeah. Passion doesn't passion doesn't leave you just because you're 70, 80, 90, 100 years old. The guys that are into this the way we are, you're going to take it to you to the, take it with you to the netherworld, Stevie. Absolutely. There's my dad, 84. Yeah, no shit. Still still involved. Still, but you got to look at it this way too, Stevie. That's such a big part of his life. I mean, I I would be very concerned if he was no longer interested in it. Oh no, absolutely. Yes. And look at David Webster, 90 years oh. of age. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. David's on the phone to me and asking how things are going. He's actually put up a trophy for this. <laughs> did he really? Wow. Yes, so we're going to call it the David Webster Perpetual Trophy. So that's what the Donald Denny Games winner will win. Hell so yeah. Hell yeah. That will have their name etched on it. And it's the David Webster Trophy. It's going to stay at Patark. I've obviously provided uh, first, second, and third trophies for the, the, the first, second, and third places they can take home. 
Yeah. But the actual the, the winner's trophy will stay at Petark, and that their name will be etched on it. And every year thereafter, you know, you'll have the, the winner's name with a wee shield. Oh, I love on. it. I love right. it. Yep. So we're, we're, we're setting the foundations, uh, yeah. I hope, Eric, of something that's going to, you know, get way bigger than any of us and, and can take its own life and, and away it goes. I think it's already taken a life of its own. I, I think that you have no choice at this point. You might be running it, but but the the name and the events start real. I've noticed that with the radio show. It's like now it's got its own identity. It's just not me. And people are like, what are you talking about? It's like there's me. And there's M&M, okay? And then there's the two of us together. But believe me, things of this nature end up taking on their own personality if you let it. And it will happen. And it's a lot of fun, man. That's why I treat, you know, Stevie, this is why I encourage people to follow your dreams. If you want to build a business, if you want to go after something athletically, no matter what it is, don't let anybody stop you. Get in there and do it, man. And I know it's harder than most people think because you have years and decades of don't do it. Why do you want to do it? You're going to get hurt. Um, you know, wh- where's the payment? It's always like me. Why do you do that stuff? Are you getting paid for it? No, I, it's my life. It's what I want to do the rest of my life. I mean, do you do, you do everything you like with, with the idea you're going to get paid for it? Come on. If that's why you're in everything, you're, you're short and you're going down, man. Believe me, it's not the constructive way to live, you know, if that's all you're worried about. Um, One last question, too. Um, Yes, sir. Let me ask you this, because I think about this all the time because, you know, the influence Jimmy had on me. Um, Let's just say Jack Shanks never lifted Denny Stones or anything. Do you think Stevie Shanks, uh, I mean, I know it's hard to say, as a young guy, even where you were when you started, do you think you ever would have tackled things of that nature or not? Or is it too hard to just lay that out because you don't know? No, I, I think it's it's not the Denny Stones. That, that's the principle. I think it's it's seeing something that's a challenge and taking it on. Yep, I agree. You know, I've always done that. I mean, obviously, Dad has done that, and his thing and his thing was the Denny Stones, and I've, I, I took that on as, as an extension of his story. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I took on music really caught my mind when I was young, and I, I took I became a drummer and, and I've, I've done I've had, I've had a I've had a good a good enjoyable career as a musician. Yep. You know I, I did that with golf. You know became a single figure handicapper with athletics. You know have three A's, gold and silver medals. Yeah. You know I, I've I've always done that, Eric. You know I mean if, if something catches my imagination and I want to do it, I want to do it well and be the best at it. So yeah. Answers, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Without a doubt, I mean, look at, I mean, you go after stuff that guys twice the size of you are doing. That's what's so impressive, and that that is not only impressive; it just shows your will and your ability to think it through. See, a lot of people can be strong, but they can't think it through. That's why they end up dying on the side of the road. Um, but the idea here is with the show and with you and everybody is keep taking what we love to do and keep bringing it to the masses. Let them know that what we like to do, you can do it at any weight you want to, whatever the discipline is. But you know what you got to do? You got to believe in it, and you got to get out there and just do it. That's what, you know, people come to me here for, like, weight loss. And I don't like all that stuff because we know how it's so overhyped with the food and you got to do – 25 sets of 34, and it's all load of shit, in my opinion. And they'll say to me, well, what do you think? 
I'll say to him just I'll say to him a couple things. Do you drink soda? Maybe yes, maybe no. How much you drink a week? Maybe a case or less. Okay, let's just say you're drinking uh, 18 a week. Let's start cutting it down to 16 a week. Okay, what are we going to do? Well, what we're going to do now is we're going to start putting one foot in front of the other, and we're going to get you to be able to master, master your body weight. Well, I see this and I see that. I said, a person that hasn't been doing anything for, let's say, 20 years, or someone that's never been very active athletically, and I don't know if I want to even call it athletically. Let's just say someone that just has not used their body. Um, If you think stuff like that is going to get you in shape, number one, you're making a big mistake. Number two, these are paid models or former athletes that are advertising all this stuff, and we don't know if they're chemically induced or not, and I don't really care. But you're looking at something that right now we don't want to say it's unrealistic for you, but right now, it, it's not going to happen, all right? And you've got to come to that point right now in your life where, okay, we're going to start cutting things down a little bit, nothing too drastic, because then we're going to fall off the wagon and drink double or eat double. And then secondly, well, I don't know, you know, the body weight, the squat pull-ups or just walking with something light, eh, I don't see anything happening, so I'm going to quit that too. See, that's what I see out of you. That's what I see out of here. That's what I see out of us. It's a different lifestyle, but it's a lifestyle that can be brought to almost anyone. I mean, look, folks, and Stevie knows this. I've got a nine-year-old nephew lifting stones, doing grip work, flipping a tire. That's He's a little bit taller than that tire, okay? He's a nine-year-old young man. It, don't tell me it can't be done. All right. And if you keep telling yourself, it's never going to get done. But that's where I see, Stevie, you're offering. It's more than Donald Denny Day. It's an opportunity now to capture a new lifestyle. Take it away. Um, summarize anything. Give out all the information again about, obviously, the gathering or anything that's contained within it. I'll give out my info and we'll get ready for next month, brother. Excellent. Okay. Well, uh, all, all of the information to do with Donald Denny Day is on my website. Uh, it's the www.thedennystones.com. Uh, on the home page and on the news page, there's a link to the schedule for the day, so you can see exactly what's happening, who's lifting when. Uh, we have David Webster, who's OBE. He's our, our games chieftain. He'll open up the, the thing with a bit of history about Donald Denny, and then the athletes will just take it from there for the rest of the day. In terms of the Denny Stones, if you ever want to, I mean, outside of the gathering, if you want to know who's lifting the stones, who's t- attempting the stones, at any given time you go onto the news page, I always keep a list of all the attempts that are coming up. So you'll always know at, at, if you're going to be in the area, if there's an attempt at the time you're there. So you can see that on the news page. You know, so it, it's all of the information you need to know. It's, it's all contained there. Having said that, if you need to speak about anything, if you want to get involved in the games, if you want to get involved in the team, just pop me a message. I'm easily found on, on Facebook or you can get me through the website and I'll be happy to either help you train for the stones, tell you what's going on, or help you get involved. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. And we wish everyone participating and all the future participants, We, you know, I don't like saying best of luck, but have a great day, be very strong, and don't ever forget, no matter who wins the whole thing, Everyone is a winner there. That's what it's all about. Um, one more thing I wanted to say. Oh, our pal, 
mutual friend Enzo who hurt his arm or elbow it is. Um, We wish him well. Here's something. um, He wants to come on here. Now, he doesn't speak English. I'm going to see a friend of mine tomorrow that speaks fluent Italian. Anybody that can speak fluent Italian that can translate to English, Enzo wants to get on here. So if you know anybody, you got family, please contact me, Eric Fiorello, through Facebook. We want to get this gentleman on because he's a legend to me. I mean, he's in his mid-60s. He lifted the Dinnies last year. You see him all over our Etched in Stone page, um, Etched in Stone for Kids. He's very good friends with the Shanks. Um, We only wish him the best. So if you got anybody, please contact me because we'd love to get him on and get his story. It's very, very important. Um, Also, too. Uh, if there's a, a particular show you'd like Stevie and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.rr.com. Um, we are on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. We thank everybody for that. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. And we're on an array of things, believe me. If you want to get us in your car, it's A-H-A directory pronounced aha. Also, too, um, We talk about this all the time. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to inspire. Five words can change your life forever. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through. And I met up with a few today because I had to work. And um, I got to tell folks this. um, Sometimes you're dealing with people that, well, let's say they're not really cut above the best. I hang around with a cut above the best, and I want better than me. And my mind thinks so much different. I don't like rude people. And I met up with a few of them today when I was bringing parts in. And I'll be honest with you, um, I was telling Stevie I had a tremendous workout last night. I don't know about you guys and girls. Sometimes I'm still carrying that around with me a good part of the day. I'm still, you know, they call it a runner's high. Well, I'm on a strongman high. And... Um, This one guy got a little bit, you know, I guess you'd say snippy with me. I'll tell you, I had a hard time not ripping his throat right off him. I had to turn around and walk out. I just took the slip and said thank you and walked out. I don't like rude people. I really don't. And I don't like people that walk around with their lats spread and are giving you the the 10-yard stare. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm not out to get in any shit with anybody because I'll, I'll get in some serious trouble. Because um, that's just the way I am. I don't want things like that. I want to grow with the business. If you have to put the rubber to the road, that's one thing. So be very careful when people are going to test you. you. Think about your future. If you have to throw down, I understand. But be very careful because, boy, one bad move, especially here like in the United States, they could put you away for the rest of your life. Don't give in to that stuff because most of the people that are giving you a hard time have nothing forward to look, are looking at nothing. Look at what Stevie and I talked about. Look about the stuff that I was doing here. Look at what John McKean, Stevie, and his father, Jim, his mom, everybody. Think about that. These are people that are climbers and always will be. They're always looking for the good solutions. Let's bring people in. It's not about getting back at people or this, that, and the other thing. I don't even have time for it. I was telling Steve before he came on, a couple people that I liked that were on here, eh, they wanted me to do some things that I wouldn't do. 
with the with the with the show. I don't want nothing to do with them particularly now. You know, they kind of show their colors. And before I, I want to finish this up because I know Stevie's at time too. Clint Darden to this day is a genius. And we hope once things settle down with his youngest son, we can get him back here. Because I go back and forth with him. And Clint said to me three years ago, he said, Eric, you got one hell of a show and you know where you're going. I know it. He goes, you speak well, you're articulate, got a lot of fire and passion. And like he and Martin Janzix and a few others said, you're one of the few guys on the airwaves that does what he talks about with people which I, I, I took that very humbly, and I took that. That was a nice compliment all them all those gentlemen gave me. But he said this to me, and this is something, Stevie, is like this. You know, Eric, you're going to outgrow a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of people are going to fall off from you or not get what you're doing and probably not come on anymore. Thanks, Clinton Darden. You're a genius. You saw it long before I did, and just like you said, it's starting to, like, weed people out. Do I want to lose them? I like most of those people. But I understand now. See, the show's spinning and spinning and spinning and going here, there, and everywhere. When we Stevie talked about the gathering, a mind of its own. What do you think this is doing? What do you think it's doing? It's exciting. Don't fight it. Just go with it, man. It is so exciting. Also, too, uh, let me see. Uh, we're going to bend it, twist it, break it smash it, squat it, press it, pull it. And if you lift stones, turn them into dust. And I mean that. And that's for our pal, Paul Thor. Great guy. I hope everything's going well for you, Paul. Also, too, uh, let's see. Uh, the Hoosa Steel Stone, which I'm going to be lifting Sunday night, says in blood red, domination. We dominate the path. We don't follow anybody's. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one ever clip our balls, and as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I listen to your shows, I swear I have testosterone dripping through my speakers. It is now a tidal wave, brother, high and wide, er, high er, bigger and bigger. The great Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit, quitters never win. My dad, be a leader, not a follower, and leadership is so important. It is so, so important. You want to build an empire like I am here? you got to be a leader. The people that come in with you are leaders, too. You want strong individuals around you better than you. You want people that believe in your cause and you believe in them. Because this way, this is when we become the empire giant out there. And believe me, folks, it is so important. We've got so much to say here. We haven't even scratched the surface with me and everybody yet. You don't know what's coming out of this camp, believe me. But it's only good. It's only good. John Ridge, who I said during the show, I love him like a father. He, we lost him to cancer before years in August. Keep smiling. John would walk every patient to the door. He'd be in standing room. Open the door like a true gentleman he was keep smiling try that on your best or worst day and watch what happen say keep smiling keep smiling keep smiling you get a grin right away and i thank john for all the things he's done and i miss him immensely believe me like my dad frank all jimmy but one day we will all meet and i know that also too be a steward of strength don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by Tell 100 more of your friends we're coming. We won't knock on your door. We will blow the roof right off your house. Les Brown, 
You'll have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And stick with us. Tell your friends. Spread these shows. Join Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids. Become a contributor, not a taker. That's what's so important. That's what we were talking about tonight. Being a contributor. Making other people not only feel special and unique, but get them climbing. This changes the landscape of everything in your mind. And when you do that, what you think about most, what happens, folks? It comes to you whether you want it or not. Um, Before I sign off with Stevie, um, you all have greatness in you. We know that. You're all winners. You're all champions. And, you know, as I always say, you're all unstoppable. When you think like that, watch how your life changes. Stevie, awesome show. Honor to have you on. Um, you talk about some material tonight. Obviously, I'll talk to you after the gathering, but you know my feeling is I wish I could be there, but I'm supporting you here from New York, and you do some great, great work, and it is my honor to be associated with you. So thanks for being on, sir. Thank you, Eric. I mean, we, we really, I, mean, I, I certainly really appreciate your support, and I really look forward to welcoming you to the gathering some year. I, I know you will make it eventually. I will. Uh, It'll be a great day. I would love to see you. Right, can I just finish on a really lovely positive yeah. story? Yeah, go ahead. So I think I meant to mention earlier on, uh, this is for people who are interested in, in the history of the Stones, you know, of, of the early days in the early 70s, where you had guys like Jim Splane and my dad, you know, all kind of leading the path. Yep. There was a chap back then called Sid Strachan. And Sid knew Jim, and he was from Banker. He was a local lifter. Yep. Uh, he would have lifted the Stones a few times with straps, and he did his first... Uh, unassisted lift on on the 3rd of June uh, 1973, which was the same day that my dad carried them. Wow. Uh, Sid was very good to my dad. He, him and dad became very good friends. Uh, Sid would have provided weights, you know, from the local uh, gym at Bankery for, for dad to warm up on, etc. Yep, yep. Uh, he was there the whole time and he would have spoken to dad back and forth and sent him some nice letters. Sid, unfortunately, died about 20 years ago in a, in a, in a, in a fishing boat accident. Oh, wow. So he did now, but Sid was it was I would call it just just one of life's really good guys. If you ever speak to Jim's play, and he'll tell you this, you know, my dad would tell you the same. Yep. Uh, I I have a post on Facebook. Uh, was or not on Facebook on on YouTube. Yep. And it's it's one of my posts about one of my lifts of the Denny Stones, and a young fella called uh, Ty came on and said my grandfather lifted the Denny Stones back in the seventies. Oh wow. His name was Sid Strachan. So it's 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 Sid's. Uh, grandson, his name's uh, Tyler Strachan. Yep. Uh, he's 21 years of age. He's just starting out on his journey and and when weightlifting. Awesome. Uh, I was able to provide him with with uh, stories about his grandfather, uh, stories from a dad about how they get on and about, about his lift and, and photographs of Sid's lift and photographs of him and my dad together. Yep. And it was just you know it was just lovely making a connection with a next generation. Sure of, is. Right, because I mean, for me, the next generation thing is very important. Yeah. Uh, to, to meet somebody like that, like like Tyler, you know, it was just it was a look. It was just a really nice moment. Yeah. You know, and being able to, to kind of pass on photographs that I had, you know, in my collection of of his grandfather. I mean, Tyler was six months old when his grandfather died, so we never okay. met him. Really. Yep. You never knew him. So it, it's just lovely to be able to, you know, through the Denny Stones, all of a sudden, you know, generations. Are coming together now as well. I think it's lovely, really nice. Stevie, the whole thing is it's it, the glue is just starting to connect to everyone. And as I said, 
when you're putting things out into the universe like that and when you're joining with different people, other things are coming your way, man. And it's only good because, you know, you're putting out something that not only people love to do. I mean, strength, I don't care who you are, everybody's envious of strength. But the nice thing is now you're starting to open up gateways where there's people that could have been 40 years ago connected to your dad 50 years ago and suddenly like you said the next generation suddenly now finds you and you find it yeah i mean this is what it's all about this is why i yeah. do this and, and you do it it's um the idea is here we've got to keep this thing going we got to open this thing up wide and you know when they think about you i or whatever certain things are going to come right to mind and they're going to be able to have an opportunity to listen or look or whatever and listen I don't know what more you can do other than be right there and help them out if that's the possibility, too. You know, as I said, and we'll wind up, is this. With Danny the other day and my brother-in-law, Dan, obviously, as I said, you talk about inspiring a guy that's lifted a lot of things and heavy things. To watch that young man, and really he's a young boy, but I like calling him a young man. I, I, I it. it I, would I like to see him go and to lift Denny Stones or be an Olympic lifter or both? Or, you know, he plays Division One football. I, I love it. But it's up to him, obviously. But nothing makes you feel better than to know that you're handing something down to somebody. I, I don't know about you. I mean, obviously, your father did with you and a lot of other important people. And I see what you're doing. I don't know. It, it's just It just warmed me inside that day. To watch, like I, I was reliving me again, and and it was just so great, man. What you you know, you you get like butterflies in your stomach. You're like, oh my god, and 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 I'm showing this little boy, and he's he's just eating it. I mean, I I was like, I'm on top of the world here, and I and I want to see him bypass me. I want to see him do better than me. I want to see him love this more than me. So. Anything else you want to add, brother? And then we'll sign off. No, I'm good. Thank you very much, Eric. I've really enjoyed our chat as always. Uh, oh, yeah. You yep. Nothing better, Stevie. We do good shows, man. No, not good. Great. Great. Terrific. The best. That's the way I look at it. All right. So I'm going to sign off momentarily. But like I said, and I'll repeat it because you can never say enough. You're all winners. You're all champions. You're all unstoppable. Okay? If, I, I don't know what else to tell you at this point because I'm telling you right now, that in itself, and then obviously the two magic words, keep going, you'll get anything you want. So don't be afraid to pursue. So for Stevie Shanks, this is Eric Fiorello. This show will be up tomorrow, and you'll get to hear a new young man doing the bumper before Stevie comes in. And um, wait till you hear how poised this young man is. So proud of him. I love him dearly. So, for Stevie Shanks, this is Eric Fiorello. We will talk to you soon. And remember this, we are the best. We are the best. Have a great weekend, and look for this show tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.